0: Hello.
1: to share your heritage or
0: traditions. If you love any of these things, you can go beyond listening and join our weekly podcast group. Simply email pbaafc at gmail.com and put your name in the subject line. Powered by Age is sponsored by the Government of Canada, New Horizons Grant, the 411 Senior Center Society, and G&F Financial Group. Hello and welcome to Powered by Age. Canada's Longest Running Senior-Led Podcast. I'm Charlotte Ferrell, your host, and today <laughs> we're doing Awesome August, and we're featuring uh, a travelogue, Nancy's Travelogue, where we will, in this hot day, be able to see what we might enjoy if we got on one of the ferries and visited some of the neighboring islands. And we are also uh, looking at some ways of sharing this podcast with YouTube. So. We will find out how that happens. And in the meantime, I'll let the people that are here right now introduce yourself, starting with Nancy.
1: Hi, I'm Nancy, Nancy Sinclair, and I'm a podcast mentor with Powered by Age. And I'm excited today to share a little invitation to
2: come to Vancouver Island to Nanaimo.
0: Thank you. Leslie?
2: Yes, I'm Leslie Hebert from New Westminster. Um, I teach English as a Second Language online via Skype, and I also write uh, short stories, poetry, uh, travel articles. Um, And I'm also currently writing a travelogue about a trip to Japan, and I'm really interested today in listening to Nancy's travelogue about getting to the island and what we can do over there.
3: Okay. Jesse? Hi, I'm Jesse Winslow. I'm the Public affairs coordinator at CJSF and uh, tech support and podcast mentor here at Powered by Age, Uh, and I'm excited to hear uh, about a little a little virtual vacation uh, and maybe inspire myself to go visit the island. Neil, yeah, my name is Neil Ryan. Uh, I am a published self-published poet and uh, and author of a couple of books, and uh, one is poetry. One is Sorry, one is poetry and short stories, and one is just a book of short stories that I just put to bed. So, uh, and uh, I love Manaimo, I've been there a couple times. I was to a conference there. uh, I did a presentation about something about business about 30 years ago, but. the ferry trip over there is awesome and the, the little, little turn it makes at the end past the little island there. That I think, it is that called, called the Guardian? Anyway, it's a great little location. Love it.
0: Uh, Dr. Ramona. Hi, everyone. And
4: I'm sorry to join a bit late, but I'm very delighted to be here with all of you today. Um, I've been a teacher all my life, and um, and since I'm new to Vancouver, I'm really looking forward to listening to Nancy Sinclair talk about the islands. So far, I've been to short walks with my daughter to Granville Island, and from there, we walked to English Beach, or is it Bay? I'm not sure. That was a really long walk, so from Granville I went to English Bay. English Bay. There, English Bay. English Bay. Okay, thank you. That The sea there reminded me of the Bombay port. Like, you know, the one which is near our house, which is Falls Creek. It doesn't really look like, like the ocean. So I was very happy to see the sea there. And from there, we walked to Stanley Park, Prospect Point, through the forest, kind of, you know, through. So it was good. That was the first time I took my mask off and... I could kind of inhale some sense of some kind of herbal feeling. It was a feeling there was herbal plants around. So that was a terrific day, really long walk. And um, in um, Vancouver, I have visited the Sunshine Coast because my sister lives in Gibson, but that is it. So really looking forward to listen to Nancy,
0: to be. Thank you. And I'm Charlotte, the host. I'm a poet and filmmaker, and I love water. I've used water uh, for as a mental exercise, but also as a place to just enjoy nature and the creative waves it gives you. Um, I'm also a health educator who loves doing movement and mind exercises. And if we have time today, we're going to do just a little bit of elegant movement. I'd like to acknowledge that our broadcast and work takes place on the unceded territories and ancestral lands of the Squamish, Musqueam, and Tsleil-Waututh people, and we also will continue to be in support, prayers with the families of the people uh, whose children's bodies have been discovered and are still being discovered, and just look forward to a reconciliation and comfort with that matter and so without further ado i'm going to turn it over to uh nancy nancy is a former radio show host she has a a a pet owner she's the owner of a pet friendly business it's called the happiest spot, and sometimes on a hot day like this, I'd like to be in a happy spot like that, but she's going to take us to a happy spot along the waterfront. So uh, welcome, Nancy.
1: Thanks, Charlotte. Thank Thank you. you. The PowerPoint presentation to extend an invitation to come to Nanaimo from Vancouver. A day of travel to Nanaimo, British Columbia on Vancouver Island. Come spend the day taking in the sights, eating some tasty food, checking out perhaps the art gallery or a museum, and even better than that, get a tasty Nanaimo bar as a sweet treat. One of the things we're known for. So to travel from West Vancouver, the Horseshoe Bay Ferry Terminal to Departure Bay Ferry Terminal, it's about one hour and 40 minutes for the travel time. And you travel by VC Ferries. Their office is open Monday to Friday from seven in the morning to ten in the evening. If you wanted to get a hold of them to get some travel information, Saturdays and Sundays are open from seven in the morning just until seven in the evening. So it's three hour shorter time, but they are available. The one eight hundred number, and you could go to their website, which is www.bcferries.com. And really quite, they're really wonderful. You might have to wait on full for quite a bit of time, but it really is worthwhile if you're wanting to talk to a real live person just to ask the ins and outs of what it would look like. So now I picked traveling from West Vancouver, the Horseshoe Bay Ferry Terminal, to Departure Bay Ferry Terminal, because if somebody's traveling, perhaps they're walking on, it's probably an easier ferry departure point than it would be going to Tawasun. Because is is further out. You know, if you're living downtown Vancouver, it's a bit of a trek to get onto the bus. BC Transit does have bus available to Tawasin, but it's long and involved and it takes a lot of time. So it made sense to me that if you're going to come over to Nanaimo, Mm. pretty much any part of the lower mainland you live in, the best thing would be to get to Horseshoe Bay and you could get there, you know, either have a friend drop you off, family member drive your car and park in the um, yeah. the parking spaces there uh, you could take a taxi and, uh, and like i say and there is the bus system so if you were living say in downtown vancouver you might have to take the transit bus and you could have connections through the um the c bus and or the sky train so there's lots of different options but but it's involved because you know when you live in Vancouver everything is about time and how much time it takes to get through the traffic so you always want to look at the time that the ferry is departing I would give yourself you know a good half an hour to be there before the ferry departs and then work all of your time backwards from that to know what time you have to physically be leaving your house to get there on time and Basically, in the Lower Mainland, it's a good hour, any which way you look at it, where you're coming from. And now we're into summertime. Lots of people are starting to travel now because we're on phase three of, of the BC startup plan. Summer's dwindling down. There's lots of people that have already been off because of COVID. There's people that are off on summer holidays. People are getting a little bit anxious about, you know, the summer winding down. But they're also excited about the fact that things have opened up. So there's a lot more traffic. On the road and the ferries have been exceptionally busy and in some cases not taking vehicle reservations and another thing to think about as well and I didn't know this and I found out years ago I just always assumed that um, reservations that the ferry would only get booked fully with vehicle reservations they actually have a limit for walk-on passengers so that happened to me a few years back where we were traveling over Thanksgiving and we couldn't get onto the ferry because the passenger reservations were so full. So just, just enough thought just to give yourself ample time for planning purposes. So Monday to Thursday, if you're a senior age 65 and over, you get to travel for free. And that's from Horseshoe Bay, It actually from Tuasum as well, but like I say, we're focusing on Horseshoe Bay. So Horseshoe Bay, which is in West Vancouver, to Departure Bay, which is down in Nanaimo. They have priority seating for seniors and those with disabilities in the cafeteria areas. And they have a number of different cafeteria areas on the ship itself. They have ramps and elevators both in the terminal and on the ferries themselves. Masks right now with COVID, like I say, we're in stage three of the restart plan. They're not mandatory. However, they are recommended. And they have a BC Transit bus stops at both terminals. So the bus arrives right down inside of Horseshoe Bay, right in front of the ferry. And the same in the Naimo, and the Departure Bay arrivals. Now, Horseshoe Bay is a very busy place. And the bus lineup um, gets very busy when, say, when you're returning and you want to get into the line to get back into town. But it's an hour and 40-minute ride, so you you probably are not going to be wanting to take the last ferry home because you're not going to get there until after midnight. And then, of course, transportation is either going to have to have been prearranged with somebody that you know or a taxi And then depending where you're going, you know, taxi can can get expensive. So those are just some considerations. There's also an option if you want to have some fun and adventure. You could take a seaplane over to Nanaimo from Vancouver. And that's fun because they they go up and over uh, Stanley Park. And the view is just absolutely breathtaking. So over Stanley Park, over the bridge. It's about a 20-minute flight. And they have two different seaplane locations here in Nanaimo. And from Vancouver, you would take the seaplane from downtown Vancouver. Now, they've done lots of construction. I haven't been down to the seaplane for a number of years, and I know they were doing a lot of construction down in the Vancouver area. So if it was something you'd consider, I would definitely take the time to phone them and find out all the logistics in terms of flight times and then, again, work it backwards how much How much time in advance would you have to be there without adding pressure to your day, you know, to arrive, get your, uh, you know, your baggage, whatever it is you're taking with you for the day into the terminal, get checked in, you know, adhere to whatever their COVID uh, requirements are. And, you know, and then be able to get on the seaplane and and enjoy it and, and have a good time. Parking's always a big thing in a place like Vancouver. And um, so I have their phone number here, and their uh, website is harborair, H-A-R-B-O-U-R, air.com. So that's uh, just a little bit of a fun way to come over. And this is a picture of Departure Bay, which you would be arriving in in the ferry. And look at that beautiful blue water. And the little island in the back that you see right there, um, that is Newcastle Island. And they have um, a couple of raccoons on there. And one is an albino, a white raccoon. And I actually got to see it once, so that's pretty cool. So this picture is from my side. This is from Departure Bay and the Nanaimo side. This actually is like five minutes from where I live in Departure Bay. And that's looking out to the sound over to Vancouver and you can see the mountains and stuff. And on a clear day, I mean, it's breathtaking at any time. But on a clear day, to be able to see directly across the Sound, to see the mountains, to see the snow on top of the mountains, the clouds, it's just absolutely breathtaking. And to the little island on the left there, as you're facing the picture, that's the um, biological station here in Nanaimo. And this is a picture from the Nanaimo Harbor, looking again over towards the Sound, over towards Vancouver, And that um, uh, dock that you see, that's where the seaplane comes in. That's where the seaplane comes in. So you can literally jump on that plane, have had, say, breakfast at home, land, walk up the ramp, and there's ice cream shops and coffee shops right there. So you could just come over and have dessert right away. (laughs) Sounds yummy. Exactly. And so this is the... um, departures area this is bc ferries at departure bay and so that gate that you see directly in front if you happen to come over and you were brought a pet with you like a puppy um most cats don't go on leash but i have seen them but maybe you brought a puppy over or you want a lot or actually if you just wanted to come around you didn't necessarily want to go through the passenger area that gate just comes up from when you when you exit the uh the ship if you're a walk-on passenger and BC Ferries is really wonderful. You know, when you arrive at the ferry terminal, if you need assistance of any sort uh, with your luggage, if you happen to, uh, you know, have a walker or a cane, or you just, you know, maybe you just uh, need some extra assistance for whatever reason, the staff is wonderful. You just need to let them know when you're arriving to get your tickets. They'll give you a hand. Uh, they do have wheelchairs available there so even if you don't typically use a wheelchair but it's, but it can be a little exhausting that the it's a long distance from the ticket terminal up to the waiting room and and then you know if it's busy that can be overwhelming as well because there's lots of people so they can assist you with a, uh, a manual chair so it's always good to keep that in mind as well and this is. In Departure Bay, the ferry uh, arrival and departure doors would be to the left, and these people are just waiting for the next ferry to come in. This is the arrivals gate. And they have um, ticket booths as well. Like you can go to an actual booth and speak to an agent, and or they have like a self-serve kiosk, which is over on the right. They have washrooms on all these different levels. So When you come in and out of these doors, there's a set of washrooms there. There's a customer service counter there. Uh, the luggage, even if you just had like a, a small, even say you just had a day pack for the day, you can put it on the luggage carousel and just check it in. They have a scale there that weighs that weighs it to tell you whether it's light, a little bit heavier, or too heavy. And if it's too heavy, they don't really want you putting it on there. And but you can just put your bags on there. They have a little shuttle, little trailer that takes it onto the ferry. You don't need to worry about it. Then you can just go on board and, and sit and enjoy yourself. When you go through these doors, they have some coffee shops there. You know, there's like Starbucks and pizza and fudge candy, that kind of stuff. And they had um, little uh, souvenir things that you can purchase. Now, I don't know what things are like right now with COVID. I I do believe that they've opened up a little bit. And again, masks are, are not necessarily mandatory. And you can just, you know, do whatever is your comfort level. And so there's a large waiting room on this side. And they'll give you lots of uh, notice when they're gonna, the ship's landing and when you need to get back to your vehicle if you have decided to bring a vehicle. Lots of notice for walk-on passengers of when you're going to need to start getting ready to, to board the ship. And again, there's, on this side, there's escalators and elevators and a set of stairs. And there's always somebody there that can assist you. And this is when you arrive on the Nanaimo side, the bus um, stop is right there as soon as you come out of the arrivals area. And their phone number is located there on the sign as well. If you were to, I don't know the bus schedule itself, because of course it would vary depending on what time of day you're arriving. But to go to downtown Nanaimo is probably, you know, if you were to walk it. You'd be there within about, you know, you could walk along the waterfront, which is a nice little stroll. Probably take you about 45 minutes to an hour, depending if you just wanted to take in the sights as you're going along. Taxi ride be less than 10 minutes, probably be around about $20, and they do have wheelchair accessible taxis as well. And so, if you needed that, you can just let them know when you contact the taxi company. That you'd like a wheelchair accessible and they generally have taxis waiting on site when the ferry arrives and if for whatever reason it happened to be particularly busy because it's the first come first serve in the lineup you can phone them and they'll get a taxi down there very quickly they're very accommodating ac taxis is the name of one of the taxi companies and they're very reliable very dependable and very courteous So TransLink, uh, this is the Vancouver side. So if you wanted to contact them in advance, if you're making plans of how you're going to come over, they have their website, which quite personally, I always prefer to speak to somebody instead of trying to navigate the website and see if I can figure out all the scheduling and stuff. So TransLink is uh, at 604-953-3333. And they can help you with your complete planning. They can take you from where you're starting to where you need to go and then how to get back. And it just takes the pressure off of, uh, I can say, trying to sort it all out yourself. So that TransLink will cover your bus, sea bus, and SkyTrain. And sea air, that's one of the other... Uh, Sea that comes over Chin and to Nanaimo, like I say again, it's about a twenty minute ride. Absolutely worth taking in. When you get off at uh, Departure Bay, and if you were decided to go for a walk, even if you just wanted to walk to the first little bit, this is used to be a public market uh, down at the waterfront, just across from the uh, the ferry arrivals area. So this is a kayaking company that's there. You can rent a kayak for an hour. You can rent it for half a day or a whole day. You can go on a tour. You can do it on your own. And so this is opened up again. This is Miller's Pub. So that might just be a nice way you could come in, you know, regroup, have something to eat. There's a view outside. They have patio area in the back. You could sit inside and just kind of, you know, digest and look at the beautiful water. You see the sailboats that are in the marinas. And, um, and it could just be a nice starting point of, of how you plan the rest of your day. You could go for a short walk along the water path here, just explore a little bit. You cannot walk all the way into Nanaimo, downtown Nanaimo, on the ferry, on one straight line. You can go 10, 15 minutes, then you have to come up to the main road and jog along, and then you have to go back down. However, like I say, this might be like a nice little option just kind of get your groove then take a taxi from here. And like I say, it would be less than $20 to get to downtown. And that's just another view of the kayak rentals, which is alongside that pub. And there's another restaurant too. They're actually right in front of the pub. It, I don't recall what it type of food, but it's at a higher end. And I think they, it's like a white linens and it, it's a nice restaurant. And this is just a uh, part of, uh downtown the waterfront all the fun activity that's going on this stuff's going on all throughout the summer and you can easily see this walking along the waterfront the one of the parks downtown is called Mafeo Sutton Park and from there uh you can just get to see everybody that, that's just taking in the little sailing dinghies this little sailing dinghies school and people that have anchored out you know to just for fun They're either summer vacationers or some people actually live here year-round on their boats. And then um, that's Protection Island in behind there. And there's a pub that's called the Dinghy Dock Pub. Now, they are um, open, I believe it's Sunday to Thursday. They're adhering to some of the COVID restrictions. And it's a little ferry, which I'll show you in a few minutes, that you can take to get over there. That's kind of a fun thing to do as well, because then you get to sit on the other side, sit outside of the patio, and then you get to view downtown Nanaimo. So this is one of the marinas. So just where you just saw this little boat sailing around and having fun, this is in that same area. And you can see the sidewalk along there. That path goes all the way along through into downtown. So it's just a nice leisurely stroll. It's divided, so everybody walks, same as a car. You've got people going on the right side, people going on the left side. And there's lots of space, you, and there's um, benches along the way, too. So it's just, it's just such a beautiful view. It's such a beautiful view, just to be able to come in and stroll along and take in the sunshine, take in the ocean, and see the mountains on the other side of Vancouver. This is uh, uh, Maffeo Sutton Park. So this is one of the main parks downtown that you will come to. And, like, they generally do, like, you know, the festivals and concerts and that sort of thing. But, of course, with COVID, everything's been shut down. It's starting to open up a little bit. There's lots of space. You can comfortably walk around. You could bring a lunch. Uh, You could go for a walk. You could go for ice cream. You could just sit and read. The building to the right where that gentleman's walking, those are the washrooms, and they have murals and, and live plants on the outside of the building. And there's and if you were to bring your vehicle over and you needed, needed it, there's these parking spots there. Most of them are wheelchair accessible, so they're um, labeled for people with disabilities. So you'd have your permit on your vehicle, and there's no fee for parking there. And this is that same park, but we're just coming entering it from the main road and then we're looking across so when you look straight across that island that you've seen that's gabriola island Mm -hmm. gabriola island so if you were coming say from the tawassin ferry you would actually on the ferry sail past the other side of gabriola so there's our big beautiful new sign in naimo i don't even know how long it's been there but i know it's brand new it's absolutely beautiful and uh, when I was in Mexico last, which was just, you know, just before COVID hit, um, they have very similar signs there for the different cities. So I was excited to see that we have something something similar. And that's behind that sign that you just saw. So that's, that's the lagoon. That's how we refer to it. That's the lagoon. And you can walk along the right side of it. You can walk along the left side of it, up over the bridge. Um, it's a bit steep when you first start to come up on the bridge on the left-hand side, so if you were, you know, needed to be leery of, of where you're stepping and how you're stepping, you might feel more comfortable to come around on the right side because that's just flat the whole way around. And that's the view that you see as you're walking through uh, the waterfront, along the waterfront. You can just see. So Protection Island is the one that's on the right. Newcastle Island is the one that's on the left. It's about a little 10 minute little ferry ride across and on Newcastle Island, you can go camping. You can stay there for the day. Um, They actually have a couple of lakes there as well. They have um, a pavilion where they have food available and you can walk all the way around the outside. You can, uh, a lot of people go kayaking over there. So had you decided to rent a kayak when we got off the ferry, that's a great little spot to go to. And, um, and then the tide in between those two islands gets low enough sometimes you can actually walk directly across between, between the islands. And that's just some flowers that are down at the lagoon. I thought was beautiful. And there's another view. And you can see the little ramp there. So you can come up along the sidewalk and get down onto the beach. It's a nice little place to cool off. Some beautiful little benches along the way. And if you wanted just to walk along, I mean, and so here's the steeper side that I was mentioning. And the reason that comes to my attention is um, because my, one of my daughters is in a manual wheelchair. <laughs> and I'm, I'm hoofing it when I'm, I'm using my full extension of my feet and my legs to, to get her up and over. It doesn't look much from here, but uh, when I'm pushing her, I, I can feel it. And so Newcastle Island, a provincial marine park. And so there's just a little map of the little island that we just saw. And that little green boat, that's your little ferry. So that scoots you across. It's a little wobbly if you're not used to, you know, being on a little boat. Um, They help you step down. They're solid, you know, they have a little... um, that comes across a little stepping spot that, that is solid, and, and they'll help you on and off. They have a limited capacity, too, right now in terms of related to COVID, in terms of how many people they can have on it at one time. But it's a regular service, back and forth, back and forth. So, you know, you could go over, spend 10 minutes there, turn around and come back, or you could go over and spend a couple of hours there and come back. And when you pay your ticket, it's a round trip. So you just have to pay them once, and uh, and then you can get back to the That's just another view of the same area, the uh, Coast Guard ships in port and those island in behind. I can say that's Gabriola and this dock on the right hand side closest to the front of the picture. That's just where the seaplane goes in. And I thought this was an interesting little sign, 10 ways to travel safely. Number one, do your research. Number two, be respectful. Three, travel in smaller groups. Four, more time, fewer locations. Number five, pack essentials. Six, stay apart to stay safe. (laughs) Number seven, leave no trace. Be adventure smart. Number nine, be calm, be patient, be kind, echoing uh, Bonnie Henry's words. And number ten, support local and have fun. I thought that was kind of cool. And this is one of the pubs that you – can get to right on the waterfront so again if you and the seaplane terminal is in the same building to the left of this pub so this is beautiful you've just got a beautiful view of the waterfront all the boats around the ships the coast guard uh, people canoeing people kayaking people sailing Uh, big yachts come in here you can sit outside you can sit inside they have a bistro and then more of a pub style upstairs you can get anything from appetizers to a you know, nice, light, tasty salad to something a little bit more extravagant. Uh, prices are reasonable, and it's, it's been around for a long time. This is a picture of um, downtown Nanaimo. This is one of the main streets downtown. And there's coffee shops, the museum. You can just slightly see the museum sign to the left. And they've got a gift shop in there. It's kind of cool stuff in there. There's some bookstores on the right. There's actually two used bookstores side by side. One currently right now is going on um, out of business because they've lost their lease. So if you were to come over in this next short while, probably get some pretty good prices on some fun books. And they have beautiful selection, like just a wide variety selection of books. And then behind that silver car, there's a little outdoor patio. That's a, a really nice um, restaurant. They serve all sorts of different types of vegan type of food, very, different type of food is all fresh very well made and there's an art uh an art gallery at the top right hand side there with really unique items and and the guy that owns the shop he pivoted to selling everything online once we got into covid and and he said it's been quite an experience um going from having people come into a gallery to purchase into purchasing online but he said it's worked really well and And so he's been able to keep his business thriving. So that's been encouraging. Mm -hmm. And so this is, again, just downtown um, in Nanaimo. Some little um, coffee shops and that along the way. And bakeries. There's bakeries, the libraries there. Oh, and I just happened to notice this. which has nothing really to do with the trip except (laughs) it's an updated BC Seniors Guide. And it includes information on uh, pharma care, medical services, adaptations for independence programs, shelter aid, BC Senior Supplement, travel assistance, the BC Bus Program. So I just thought I would mention that because it caught my attention. Nanaimo Art Gallery. They have a little gift gallery in there as well. And they have a very nice open space. So you, you, masks are suggested but not mandatory. Kind of fun to go in and see somebody else's. Talents and gifts. This is our pride painted uh, intersection downtown. There's a coffee shop across the way. There's a number of coffee shops in nanaimo and there's a couple little hotels along the way. You could come and do an overnight, and they have gift shops and that as well, and little restaurants you can stop into if you want to have some to eat. This is a closer up of the bookstore that we just spoke about. Lots and lots of books. So now the Handy Dart, if you are registered with the Handy Dart in Vancouver already, you're welcome to make arrangements to take the Handy Dart when you come over to Nanaimo. Uh, but you have to be registered as a live-in in the Vancouver Handy Dart system. Then you would contact Handy Dart in Nanaimo directly to make your own bookings. However, they only have one bus available on the weekends. So ideally, for planning purposes, if the handy darts of assistance to you, I would suggest coming over during the weekdays. And again, if you come Monday to Thursday, there's no fee for traveling on the ferry, and you're allowed to book one week in advance. So those are important, little, And their number is 250-390-3000. So again, you have to be registered in Vancouver, and then you would make
0: your arrangements directly in the NIMO. Did you say Monday to Thursday or just Thursday is free for seniors? Oh, Monday to Thursday. Oh. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And so it's worthwhile coming over there because, you know, the weekend gets busier, right? So you might as well come during the week when there's less people. And there's a place downtown uh, called Bowen Park, and it's absolutely beautiful. And what fascinates me about it is that you can be in the wilderness. You can be in this beautiful park and within five minutes step out of it and, and then you're back into downtown. So if you were to come into town and you went downtown, you wanted to take a taxi there, it'd be like about a five minute ride, $10, $15 perhaps by taxi to get there. Uh, it's 36 hectare Park. They have a, water fish, a waterfall fish ladder. Duck Pond Amphitheater is beautiful. It's shade and sun. It's private. It's, it's just, they used to do concerts and stuff there, but of course with COVID going on, that has come to an end so far. But it's just a nice space if you wanted just a place to walk around, take your lunch with you. And um, there's covered picnic shelter areas. There's tennis courts. There's a waterfall. And um, just a nice place just to connect. And they have beautiful, beautiful rhododendron gardens. Of course, we're at the end of the season with the rhododendrons, but you can still see the gardens. And they have tennis courts there. They have a curling there. There's a swimming pool there. There's all sorts of things. And this is from the Nanaimo side, that where we were just downtown looking at everything, looking over to the Lower Mainland. Uh, we also have the Military Museum and the Nanaimo Museum. So if that's of interest to you, I had a few people um, go through the Military Museum and been quite fascinated by all the, um, all the history that's there. And Nanaimo is a coal mining town, that, that's its history. And they still actually have some of the tunnels and stuff uh, between here and the island, like Newcastle Island, Protection Island, of, of when they used to do the mining. And so over and above, um, coming to Nanaimo, there's two websites. One is called explorebc.com, and it will connect you to hellobc.com. And it's a, they're fabulous sites if you want to start doing some planning uh, to come travel through BC now that things are opening up a little bit. You know. So whether you're coming to the island, other places in BC, uh, it's definitely worth having a look at. And so when you're in Explore BC, they have all these different sections. Now, for me, it's a little bit overwhelming because there's so much information, but very handy. Need to know gives you travel information uh, around the fires, what's going on with the fires, accessibilities. accessibility. Uh, accessibility in terms of how to get around to the province in different areas, um, different means of transportation, whether it's air, rail, ferry. They've got all sorts of ideas and suggestions for accommodations. Um, talks about the weather. There's visitor information services, and there's visitor information uh, kiosks in, all over the place in BC. We have one here in Nanaimo as well. So tourism office is a good place if you're wanting to do some planning. And they've got the tour operators maps and travel ideas. So a lot of information, but definitely worthwhile. This is Departure Bay looking across again to Vancouver and you can just see, I mean, look at that, the ferry, we've got a freighter, we've got a sailboat in the foreground. Um, You know, they don't call it beautiful British Columbia for no reason. It's just absolutely breathtaking. Oh, now there's the treat, the Nanaimo bar, Nanaimo bar. And it's calorie free. Well, maybe not.
0: <laughs> you know, I used to buy those in Toronto, never knowing that there was an actual place called Nanaimo. <laughs>
1: yeah, I know. I know. When, I, when my husband first started talking to me about moving to Nanaimo, I was, I was like, Nanaimo? What the heck is Nanaimo? And how do people back east? I've met people from Australia. What brings you from Australia to Nanaimo, of all places? Anyway, there's the recipe. And I can always get you guys a copy of on the recipe, but they are delicious. And, uh, and now there's another website, travel.gc, uh, government.ca, if you wanted to find out recent uh, updates around COVID. Apparently now our borders are open between here and the U.S. And um, so, again, lots of information, but probably worthwhile checking out depending on what you'd like to do. This is from the dock in front of us. That's where we the seaplane or one of the boats we come in. And then that's looking – into the waterfront in Nanaimo. So that pub that we were talking about, that taller building in the front behind the uh, Coast Guard, that's the seaplane terminal, arrival and departure. And the shorter building to the left, that's that pub, the um, lighthouse bistro. And so you can, part of the restaurant is in the same building as the seaplane. So you can sit window side and just have the entire view of the harbor while you're having your lunch so now here is my little take on why it's more advantageous to come to nanaimo instead of victoria as a walk-on passenger now that's just for walk-ons because driving's a lot different horseshoe bay is accessible by the uh, local transit taxi or have a friend drop you off arrival in nanaimo is easy access to downtown either again by walking uh depending on the weather and your physical ability, what's going on for you in that particular day with your body, taxi, bus, friend. It gives you more time to explore and relax and have fun versus traveling to Victoria. And the reason I say that is it's the length of time is the same amount of time to take a ferry to Victoria, except once you get to Victoria, you have to, you're on a bus. Uh, There's only one way out of Victoria. So traffic gets busy. They have lots of summertime construction. So again, if you just wanted to come over for the day for something light, something fun, something different to do, I would definitely suggest Nanaimo versus Victoria. If you wanted to go to Victoria, then I would definitely suggest planning to spend at least one night so that you can really get, you know, a full full use out of it. Um, we have a variety of ferry arrival, departure times without having to get the very first thing in the day, because um, like I say, it can make for a long day. And you don't have to stay the night if you come to Nanaimo. You can of course, but you don't have to stay the night. And this is one of the beautiful yachts that happens to be downtown. So it's always fun just to sit and, and look at uh, other things that people are using in terms of getting around. And again, that's another view of from downtown Nanaimo, looking out towards the sound, protection islands on the right, Newcastle's on the left. And there's the, and that's that's where the ferry comes in in Departure Bay. That's where the ferry arrives and, and Departure Bay, be. And that is uh, a little overview of what it would look like if you wanted to come and hang out in Hanaimo. That
3: was kind of great. Any
0: questions?
2: <laughs> yeah, thanks for a very detailed presentation, Nancy. That was really great. Um, I'm just wondering um, if you knew what the price would be for the seaplane.
1: Oh, it's better part of about $75, I believe.
2: Hmm, Okay. And uh, we were over, we haven't been over to Nanaimo for years. I think we were over there in the seventies, um, and I'm sure we would have noticed a lot of changes if we decided to go back. Um, so I remember the little fun ride over to Newcastle Island, and I remember when we were over there, uh, there was some displays about the coal mines that were over there. Is there have they done anything with that to make that more of a a, a tourist attraction or uh, well, you know,
1: they have the um the bastion downtown because they used to have the uh you know, they shoot the cannons off in the summertime. Mm-hmm. And and what they've done specifically with the coal mines, I'm not sure. I actually used to offer I used to not offer, but I used to volunteer and do tours of the um of the museum around the mm-hmm. coal mining times mm-hmm. and what it was like. They had a great exhibit inside the museum itself because all the pictures mm-hmm. and the artifacts and, and things so it would really give you a sense of of what it used to be like, and um, but specifically, I don't know the answer to that question. This is a great mm.
2: question, and I'll, I'll check it out a little bit more and see if I can learn more about it. Yeah, if there was maybe a walking tour or something. Apparently, they have uh, apparently they have walking tours here for for those. Mm. No, I mean on Newcastle Island. Oh
1: yeah, no, know. <laughs> I just yeah. the side. I'm just like that just popped into my head. But yes, yeah. I don't know, but I but i will find out. Hmm. But Newcastle is, uh, it's beautiful. And again, it, what I like about it is, you know, you can just make it, I'm all about the adventure, right? So you can Mm. just go, you know, for a couple of hours, you could go and stay overnight. Uh, you could just go for ice cream. You could go because Mm. you want to walk around the whole place. You could go because you just want to sit on the beach and put your feet in the sand and, and play in the water a little bit. And, um, yeah.
2: yeah a, I just little, remember it was a fun little trip over there with the little ferry. and
1: It is. It yeah. is. Yeah. You like, like the sound. Of that. And you're, you know, you're on the water and you've got that cool breeze and you're taking in the sunshine and, and you get to look at everybody else's uh, fun that they're having with all their um, water recreational, you know, like whether it's they're on a dinghy or they're on a. a canoe or a kayak and it's always fun to see that and then I think it gives us inspiration oh I want to go and do that as well right and if you don't happen to have a big yacht that uh, you know to hang out in you are you're still on the water and you can see the sea life and and taking the ocean and the breeze and yeah it's just it's just fun it's just fun
0: like, I like the way you pointed out the different areas that people can sit on the the ferry. Because I was wondering with seniors, you know, as a do you have to stand up or they, is it comfortable? So I really, you know, appreciated you mentioning the different places that you could sit in the cafe or that there are a lot of benches available.
1: Yeah, you're welcome. The um and the ferries. Uh... Because the cafeterias can get quite busy and they're encouraging people still to stay on deck, like on their in their vehicles, if they don't they did change the rules because for a while there they were allowing people to stay on the bottom deck in their vehicles, but they've they've rescinded that. So now if you're if your vehicles on the bottom deck, you have to come up on board. Most people will come and sit in the cafeteria. They'll have they'll either take their food with them or they'll buy food. And then they tend to, you know, keep staying in those spaces, even though they really should, when they finish eating, get up and move. But the ferry is really good. Like if they're busy, they'll make announcements and they'll invite people, just gently remind them, you know, once you finish finished eating, we need to make it available for other people. And of course, mm-hmm. COVID has added to everything in terms of distancing and that sort of thing. However, the seating in the cafeteria is far more comfortable because they have, you know, the cushion, the benches and that are cushioned, they're padded, so they're comfortable. And they have wheelchair accessible tables. So if you specifically need more space, the tables set up because the seats are fixed to the to the floor and to the table, but they'll have like a, a space that's open. So you can just come up in your chair or if you had a walker and you can sit comfortably. And those tables are positioned closest to the things that you would need to get to, like, say, uh, closest to the cashier, or closest to where the, um, you know, the utensils and that sort of thing are. So, and then in the middle areas is, so there's quite a bit of space. And um, and there's lots of exits to get in and out. So you have space to walk past one another. And, um, and like I say, they'll, they'll make analysis. And if you need any assistance, like, yeah. let's say you just, you've got too many things in your hand and now you've got your tray and everything, once you finished eating, you can just ask somebody to come around and clear your t- trade view. You. Or if you you know, you got sat down and, and you realize that you forgot your utensil or you wanted some more water, whatever, you know, feel comfortable to call on them and they'll come
0: and give you a hand. Absolutely. That sounds wonderful. Yeah, yeah.
1: And the ferry ride, like whether you travel from Horseshoe Bay to Departure Bay, or if you travel from to Watson over to Duke Point, now if you arrive in Duke Point. It's you know it's a good half hour forty minutes from Duke Point into Nanaimo so I you know you really would want to have a vehicle unless again you made arrangements with a friend or you could take a taxi it's just going to cost you a little bit more. However, the way I look at it when I'm on the ferry, especially on a beautiful summer day, I, it's just it's time to yourself, and right. you, and you just see like the the sun glistening on the water you can see whales there's quite often that there'll be porpoises or whales, you know, we've had, and the, and the ship will make an announcement. If the captain or somebody on board sees that there's a whale sighting, they'll announce it and then, they, and then everybody will go starboard. Right. And then the ship will lean to the, to the right or whatever. Right. But but they let you know. And um, it's just, and it's fascinating too. Like even if you watch as the, the ferry starting to dock and you see what's involved in terms of the ferry, coming in and docking and how they have to put their engines on it. And, and you can see uh, just taking in, just taking in the beauty of the trees yeah. and the plants and the, oh, it's just, yeah, it's, it's just a nice little, you're on the water, you put your responsibilities down for the day. It's a little trip for yourself and uh, gets you out of the city, gets you to do something different. Mm-hmm. And then you get back on board and, and go back home and feel like you've had some fun.
0: And it's at a great price.
1: <laughs> and it's a great price. Free is free. That's a fabulous <laughs> price. If you bring your own lunch, it's even a better price. You know.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think it's wonderful. What, you know, being shut in, we some people are acting out because they've had to be shut in for so long. But with all of the accommodations having wheelchair, the handy dart, that this is a good thing to. Look at doing a hot day like today. I wish I was already over there, but I'm definitely <laughs> going to find out how long. I didn't realize it also that you had to make a reservation. I thought, you know, but I, I was thinking this holiday we just passed a couple of days before it. I said, oh, I was going to get a ticket, my daughter said they're all gone. So just being mindful that, you know, even though it's free, you need to make a reservation.
1: Yes, yes. It's always best for, for planning purposes in advance because, like I say, it's summertime. Everything's opening up again. There's lots of construction, summer construction. The energy in the air, because we're almost part, you know, halfway through August, so now we're winding into September. And September is a real transition month of energy for people because we're winding down and going into new things. There's lots of people that are on holidays with their kids and stuff. And so... And the ferries are busy, so, you know, and they're not even taking reservations at some point. So planning is definitely a, a good idea.
3: And by the way, there's a bus to Horseshoe Bay. Right at the, you take the train to the Burrard station. And at Burrard in Georgia, there's a bus that goes directly to the ferry terminal at Horseshoe Bay.
1: Yes, yeah. Perfect, yeah. And even taking the bus, too, like the, the bus rides in Horseshoe Bay down and across to come over the bridge over Lionsgate, it's it's beautiful. It's a nice ride, but it can get busy. So timing is, you know, important, too, because it can get busy and they get crowded and, and, and you know, and the buses have um, accessible seats near the front of the bus. But, you know, it can it can get a little bit claustrophobic and, and people that are traveling with their suitcase and stuff, you um, it can, and they have areas at the front of the bus where they can put their luggage and everything. But it can be a little bit overwhelming and, you know, squeezing for space and that sort of thing. So, like I say, timing, timing is important. Uh,
0: I really appreciate you showing that to us because uh, people say there's nothing to. Do. I've even sometimes said there's nothing to do, and this sounds like such a wonderful adventure, and you don't have to. Uh, um, one of the shows um, Jeopardy or something and they had a Paradise Island trip and they said it's only $7,000 and and you've shown things that you know just for going over that you know for as little as the bus fare or if you're not if you have the handy dart you could use that or even if you spent $20 it's not like the thousands of dollars people have to put aside with planning to go to a beautiful island so I call that our uh, getaway to the islands next door. And for me to stop saying, I'd like to go over there <laughs> to look at all oh. those tips that you gave and uh, put a plan in motion, get a put a reservation in motion.
4: Yeah, I want to thank Nancy. I really feel like going to Nanaimo right away. Oh, right on. <laughs> thank you. You Every time I thought of asking something, there you were with the information before I could even ask for it. And um, I um, like the ideas you gave about, you know, what you could do. I don't know whether I understood that properly. If you're waiting for the ferry, then there were those places. That was my worry. What if you get there early? And uh, to the ferry, I mean, because I'm I'm like over-cautious about traveling. And then maybe you have to wait for a long time to take the ferry. So what do you do then? Yeah, and that's a, that's,
1: a, that's a great question. And, and that can happen. So the good thing, well, there's all sorts of good things. Um, the ferry terminal is... The ticket booths open at a particular time and they shut down. They have a a closing time uh, before they close off the ticket sales. So if you were to arrive at either terminal ahead of time, the doors are always open. So regardless of the weather, whether it's really hot or cold or rainy or snow or whatever, you have protection. So you can come inside and there's always a place to sit. And they have washrooms as well. So, and in Horseshoe Bay, for example, if you were to get there early, and and they have, um, so if you were to get there and you needed to purchase a ticket, they have kiosks there that are available, you know, 24-7. If you needed to wait until the ticket booth opens so that you could get your ticket, whether you're paying for it or not, there's coffee shops that are right there. So if you wanted just to step inside the ferry terminal building without traveling, you know, and doing other things, you could just stay inside just to stay um, protected. There's benches outside in Horseshoe Bay as well. There's coffee mm-hmm. shops. There's also, um, you know, they have like a pizza place and they have a Subway sandwich place and and they have a, a store. Weird. All sorts. They, there's all That's sorts weird. of things in Horseshoe Bay. So like little cafes, wonderful, right? Wonderful. Restaurants. And there's yes. also yes. a. Um, there's also a park right there. So you could sit out if oh. the adaptable. Like you could sit outside at the park. And you can wow. look into okay. Horseshoe Bay, which is absolutely wow. breathtaking. And you can see the ferry come and go. So if you're okay. like, oh, I need to get my ticket, but the ferry's not here, it, you have lots of time right, as the ferry's docking right. that you can go get your ticket. And then the same okay. in the Nanaimo. If you get down there early and the weather's inclement or it's just too hot or whatever, you can stay inside. So there's always, okay. and there's places to sit. Uh, there's washing facilities. There's places to get something to drink. There's places to get something to eat.
4: There's places lovely. to hang out. So yeah. So it, it couldn't so ask for anything more. Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> it's wonderful. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome.
0: You for this, lovely. Well, next week Ramona is going to be giving us the ins and outs of influencers <laughs> to see what is that all about. <laughs> <laughs>
4: It's going to be rather short though, Charlotte. Not like, I hope that's okay. I mean, that's not going to be a, you know, like Nancy. (laughs) A long talk. I hope. I mean, I don't think it would be more than 10 minutes. Okay. And then we
0: have questions because we want to know how can I become an influencer? Sure. Are seniors becoming (laughs) an influ (laughs) influences?
4: Yes, yes. I I would definitely welcome that.
0: We look forward to that. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, everyone. Thank you for joining in today. Thank you for all of the information. And we're going to move it to music as we go out. I want you to remember to, as you're sitting, raise your arms. Think of being a tree. Float, I'm thinking of Ali, float like a butterfly. <laughs> you don't sing, have to sting sing like, like a bee. A bee. <laughs> but you can just move, get up out of the chair, move or just let your arms blow to the left, blow to the right, or let, you can make your own fan. You know, if you just take your arms, everybody take your arms and just circle them in toward your face can feel that air. Uh-huh. <laughs> then reverse it, push it away, and then sway to the left, sway to the right, and know that everything is going to be alright. And Ooh. I'll see you again <laughs> here next week at one for Powered by Age.
4: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you as keep on.
0: Bye-bye.